Look, I gotta watch my back, I gotta watch my back Dodging demons, coppers, oppers probably hate me cause I'm black I don't know, I be spreading love, sometimes ain't mutual Just a seed that's from that darkness, but that's what it takes to grow Still in flow, still in motion, couple homies with me And we sipping on that potion, wide away from dreams Why these other niggas dozing, shut the fuck up When the realest niggas spoken, the realest niggas spoken yeah. I gotta watch my back, I gotta watch my back, ay. I gotta watch my back, I gotta watch my back, ayy. I gotta watch my back, I gotta watch my back. Dodging demons, coppers, coppers probably hate me cause I'm black. I don't know. I don't thank you, 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 thank you. Man, oh man, oh man. Man, oh man, oh man. Thank you. Thank you so much um, for tuning into the. Um, Elephant in the Room Pod. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. This is my first official one. I know I posted two other uh, episodes, 13 and 14. Um, Three's a Crowd, Volume 2, and Sad Boy Radio. Um, but I wanted to, you know, give you guys three strong um, podcasts, whether or not they're strong, whether or not they're just, just good content. I just wanted to put them out there that I had in the vault. Um, I have a bunch of other stuff that I haven't played, uh, put out there on the platform, whatever you formerly listening to. Um, but yeah, it feels good to be back. And, um, I want to take this moment to, um, just say thank you to all those who gave me kind words of starting it back up. Hey, I haven't heard any episodes. Um, um, everything's all right. Everything's going on with you. Blah, 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 blah. You know, shit happens. Um, take it on the chin, keep moving forward. Um, cause I, you know, didn't have a plan on actually coming back to the podcast, but now that I'm back, it feels good. So thank you guys so much for giving me those words, all those who were involved. So, um, those who are listening to me for the first time, or those who are returning uh, podcast listeners of the Elephant in the Room podcast, I am your host, Big Rob, Chef Rob. Um, just don't call me Bobby, and we're good. Um, the Elephant in the Room pod, yeah, um, did a lot of things. I got kind of over my head last year and when I had stopped around October because I had made a Twitter I had made a TikTok and in my mind you get trapped up in the idea of oh this is going to lead me to the next thing and I had so many um uh, best word of putting it I had so many just things on the stove (laughs) I had so many things in the stove and eventually you know when you're not focusing on one particular thing that you're making, um, you can lose sight and, you know, burn all your creativity out. And that's what I had did. Um, hit the gym hard, um, actually too hard. And I was going twice a day and I was doing, I think I want to say two hours for each one of them. So I'll wake up early in the morning, go to the gym twice, go to the gym for two hours, get off, go to work for like, you know, 12 hours, 13 hours. And that is not an exaggeration. Um, you know, get to work by 10 30, 11, um, 
and then leave work around 11, 11.30 or, you know, start at 10, end at 11, 11.30 or 11.15 or whatever the time was. But, you know, there were always seem to be seemingly long days around October, November, um, you know, June, July, uh, cause that is a busy season. The busiest is around November and December, but nevertheless, um, yeah, just burnt out, completely tired, completely exhausted. And I had the podcast to do at the same time too. So I would go to gym, go to work, go to the gym again, come home, shower, uh, start the podcast up, exhausted. And I was thinking, I was like, man, you know, I'll keep the same regimen, keep the same regimen. And for a minute, I was actually pretty happy. But, um, um, you know, just like everything that happens in life, there's always just one small thing that can just kind of set you off and then, boop, and didn't do anything for a while. There was plans to actually start it back up on my birthday of last year, November 8th uh 2023 that's 2024 um i had plans of starting to do a birthday pod but never got around to it because just conflict the schedule and you know i really want my friends to be on here and um celebrate my birthday but we ended up i ended up working my birthday and then the day afterwards uh which is actually a funny thing story so um i had an idea for an episode and it was workplace relationships easy you know everybody's had one if you haven't had one then you know what are you doing at work <laughs> um, but uh yeah i went to work uh my birthday and um there was a pizza party for excuse me there's a pizza party for members and stuff like that, where we have like this big, huge outing and everybody shows up. That's a part of the membership. They get drunk, they eat pizza, they have fun. Well, well, well and it's this huge, big thing. Um, and, it, and it really, it really, really drives on the aspect of just like, you know, family and, you know, friend environment in this country club that I work in, which is great because it's a big community. So, you know, we're a huge part of the community for the community to come together and actually, you know, be together. Anyway, long story short, um, I set myself on fire. <laughs> actually, I blew myself up. So I I got um, set on fire uh, with the pizza oven because uh, it takes, you know, two hours to heat up. You know, so you preheat the pizza oven and it's a brick um, mobile pizza oven. You put your wood chips in, you put your uh, wood down inside of it, light a fluid, set it on fire, walk away, come back, stuck the flame by adding more wood to it, good to go. On this particular time, somebody set me up or either I did the shit to myself, I don't know. <laughs> it could be a combination of both. I put um, wood chips in, light a fluid like always, and I wood down, set it on fire, I walked away, everything's calm, calm, cool, and collected. I'm like, all right, cool. Bet. I leave. I come back an hour later, an hour, 15 minutes later. I was so busy running around. I go to the pizza oven and um, I uh, put wood in because the fires are starting to die a little bit. And I'm like, damn, okay, it's completely cooked out. You know, there's no um, no more embers, no nothing. So I'm like, fuck, all right. So let me shift it around real quick, make sure there's no embers. I put uh lighter fluid in wood chips again 
my one logs of wood inside of again. All right, cool. Start the whole process again. I stick my arm inside the fucking pizza oven, and I had a, uh, um, uh, like it's you no know, cigarette lighter. This you know, sh- sh- put my hand inside of it, and all I heard was sh- <laughs> the fucking pizza oven just made this loud ass explosion in my ears, and it felt like I was a goddamn World War Two fucking survivor from a grenade because all I hear was <laughs> I was like yeah and I, I shit you not out here and I, in the background is that people out there like about to enjoy the pizzas and shit like that and these you know, nosy ass women that's a part of the country club and they oh my god are you alright I saw that I saw that and I'm like you saw that <laughs> I look down all the hair on my right arm completely gone. And then I'm feeling like this tingling sensation on my skin, you know, and I'm like, fuck, okay, yeah, I definitely got burnt. My beard is singed. I'm missing pieces of my beard. That's gone. Um, eyebrow is cool. All right, fine. You know, whatever. And I needed a haircut anyway, because I was getting a haircut that weekend. So when I when that got when I fucking <laughs> blew up with the flames and I honestly trimmed it down a little bit because people was asking me questions like hey did you get a haircut oh i was like no i just I fucking got blown up but no i'm good um but yeah completely singed fire everywhere pat myself out so fucking rattled by because i had uh money stapled to my chest for my birthday and i i honestly felt like the damn dollar bills were on fire so i'm patting my fucking chest like oh jesus oh jesus so i can put it out Cool, we're good. All right. Peak the time. Let's roll. And I completely forgot about doing the podcast afterwards. So, you know, shit happens. Um, especially catching on fire would definitely make you uh, forget a lot of things. And then after that, there was just another excuse after that. Another excuse, another excuse, another excuse. And um, here we are. It's the time I recorded this was on the 11th of January. And I probably posted on the 12th. But nevertheless, here we are. I'm glad that I'm back. I'm glad to actually give you guys content. I'm glad to actually have a conversation with you. And we are technically, I want to say, um, 20 minutes in, 10 minutes in. And I haven't said anything very meaningful to you, but that is about to change right now. So starting up with our first thing, I actually want to teach you guys something. I want to deviate from the normal conversation that we actually have about the elf in the room and stuff that we want to address and stuff like that. So I want to actually, you know, teach you something that I know. Um, so for those who do not know, I am a comic book nerd, movie nerd, superhero nerd, you name it. I know it. Um, and so this section of the podcast, I want to just call the comic corner. So in the comic corner, comic corner, um, we wanted to explore any and all facets stuff that I want to teach people because in the world of comics and comic books and superheroes, people always get like the the notion that superheroes are just dumb. You know, Superman is dumb. Blah 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 blah. You know, what is DC? What is Marvel? Is Spider Man in the DC comic book universe? 
nigga what um but it also adds a sense of um camaraderie because people are drawn to good storytelling and people are drawn to actually good ideas for stories and and um uh the more involved the person can possibly be the more the world is more well-rounded well-rounded um so in the comic corner today i want to just talk about a couple of things i know and then if you didn't know now you know uh so first things first i want to talk about tragic superheroes or vigilantes um there are tons and tons and tons of superheroes out there and there are so many with so many different qualities and so many different aspects but they're just these ones that always stick out the first one i'll talk about is a superhero named pinball um you can look him up he was a part of the marvel universe um I believe Jack Kirby made of Jack Kirby is a famous um, art um, comic book creator. He works for Marvel intensely doing the X-Men one right now, I believe. Um, so in that story, he is a mutant that uh, is part of a part of a team of superheroes that are trying to take down some villain that was planning on blowing up. I think, uh, 682 civilians and i think in around like 18 blocks of of um manhattan or some new york city probably the bronx i believe anyway so he goes through his plan pinballs on his team pinball has the power to absorb kinetic energy and disperse it out to make him either shoot faster or use that energy to protect himself or block and come in danger. But he just a big kinetic sponge. Think of um, Gambit that has ability to actually charge things with kinetic energy and then shoot that out like playing cards and his bow staff and stuff like that. If you don't know who Gambit is, check him out. He's pretty good, cool comic and X-Men. Anyway, so this mutant, Pinball, I uh, was with this team. I believe the team was called the Bandits. And um, you can fact check me on that. I'm not too sure. But he uh, and his team all got blown to some other rings with, I think, 662 civilians and I think like 60 kids. That was in, in that count as well. Um, and he blew up the 18 blocks, killed himself in the process, killed Pinball's team, and then Pinball's left by himself just completely in disarray and the crazy thing about it was his mutant power took on a different ability so when he can absorb the kinetic energy he couldn't save his friends but he saved himself um and in doing so it evolved his powers for the worse that being said he could only use his powers if he was in immense pain like he was when he was in the explosion the explosion happened. He took on the energy. He tried to direct this so that nobody else get hurt. But in the process, just made him uh, go into a, uh, I think, a, a year-long coma. And in that, in that coma, he felt every last pain uh, possible known to man. Broken bones, broken collarbones, um, fractured skull, singed body, all that stuff. Anyway, so picture a Zac Efron-looking guy, completely bald, tatted up burnt to smithereens tattered clothes all that stuff now he's just bald and he looks like a vagabond he's just homeless long story short he ended up changing his name to being um penance 
he couldn't get his powers to work unless he was actually in pain. So he built a suit that had 662 pins and needles with sharp knives that actually end up penetrating his body. And the more it penetrated his body and stabbed him, cut him, you know, um, inconvenienced him anyway to make him feel every single pain that he feels for losing 662 um, humans in the vicinity in, in New York. Um, that's the way he operates his body. And it's one of the most saddest things that I've read in a comic book before because it really dives deep into the perspective of that a superhero actually does have feelings. They are capable of feeling uh, emotions beyond just happiness or their sense of morality when it comes to their sense of justice. Um, But it's just in that aspect of living life, you forget that these people are put into a comic book to save lives and when they can't do that then they become useless and if they feel useless and they're in their their lifespan of actually going down a drain of uh, disarray of of unhappiness and um, alcoholism and um, self-infliction of pain you yourself feel for that character because now he's turned human you've humanized a god amongst men and that in itself is one of the most craziest aspects of his story. So check him out. Um, his name was Pinball. Now his name is Penance. And he is really, really cool character. Great development from start to finish. Tragic backstory nonetheless. But he is a good character. And I, you know, I would recommend him to anybody. If it's, a, it's a really good read. Um, comic book is called Penance. You can check it out. Um, any comic book store, just online or YouTube. He's really good read. Now, next up in the comic corner, I want to address something that I feel like everybody always thinks about, but they always just chalk it up to this is the coolest superhero, so I'm rolling with that hero. Now, this is definitely up for debate, you know, but in my personal opinion, if you know me, you know my favorite superhero, you know who I love the most is Superman. Now, I know, I know, I know. Um, Superman gets a bad rep because he's just, people can call him born. People call him dull. He doesn't have a whole lot of character development. He is, um, a superhero that has a lot of superpowers and it's hard making a story for him, which is not the case. People just go off of everybody else because we live in a world of just mimicking other people's shit. So you just feel more comfortable saying those things because it's the majority idea. But in actuality, it was somebody that whispered that idea in the back of a room. And then everybody in that room is like, oh, now you hear a roaring crowd of Superman sucks. And that is one of the most annoying things possible when it comes to being a comic book nerd as myself or superhero nerd Um, is that you have to hear falsified rumors on a superhero because it's the majority vote or it's the majority opinion that came from bullshit now superman versus batman who is a better superhero pound for pound you have to give it to superman 
I don't want to hear, oh, Batman has prep time. Oh, Batman is, you know, rich. Oh, Batman is cooler and he's dark and he's brooding. I get it. I get it. I get it. You had George Clooney. You had Robert Pattinson. You had Christian Bell. You had um, Michael Keaton. You've had Ben Affleck. You've had um, Kevin Conroy, the late, great Kevin Conroy. All these amazing actors and voice actors play this character and it just reaffirms the idea that Batman is a cool character. Is he cooler than Bat? Is he cooler than Superman? I give you that he definitely does have more cool points than Superman. But all pound for pound, best superhero out of Superman versus Batman, definitely Superman. And I'll tell you why. So. Superman. Superman himself, if you put him in a ring with Batman, no prep time, no bullshit-ass kryptonite that he's going to pull out of his lead cape crusader ass, um, no Alfred to help him out, no Robin, no Nightwing, no none of that shit. You put him in the cage, you say, hey, look, fight straight up with whatever you have on you. Superman takes that fight without even Batman getting a chance to fucking breathe. I'm talking about in the time span it took you to take a breath you would be decapitated at the end of that breath that how that's how cold superman is superman is in all his purposes a god that lives on a cardboard earth if you let that sink into your head he's somebody that literally wakes up and holds restraint within every single fucking thing he does because Using a normal amount of strength or a normal amount of just gesturing could rip the planet in fucking half. Do you know how much strength, uh, how, how much you have to uh, restrain yourself to actually not break the fucking earth by just sneezing? In one comic book back in 1974, go look it up. I'm not even bullshitting you. Superman Comics DC. DC stands for Detective Comics if you don't know this. So, in Detective Comics, 1974, 1972, 1974, Superman um, was being introduced into the mass populace as, you know, a running superhero because he was honestly one of the first superheroes that was ever made in the world. So, and originally Superman actually started off as a villain. But, nevertheless, Big Blue uh, Boy Scout has a comic. And back then, he had about, not even shitting you. I want to say about 40 powers. He had one power that allowed him to shoot uh, miniature versions of himself out of himself, out of his fucking hand. And every time when he shot a miniature version out of his hand, so if I shot a miniature version of myself out of my hand onto the ground, that miniature version could shoot a miniature version of themselves, and he could keep on going on and on and on and on. And every last one of them was stronger than the last one. Do you know how fucking mind blowing it is for somebody to be fighting? What he had a power to um, memory erase somebody by just giving them a kiss. He can wipe the memory by giving them a kiss. Um, he had the ability to uh, see into the past. He had the ability to fly around the earth and then reverse time, which doesn't make any sense, but okay. Um, he had the ability to not only do freeze breath and, um, wind breath, he had fire breath and he had, um, a forget me spray that he had when he blew out his breath tip. He had 
a crimson beam, not only same same thing as to a sunbeam, but his crimson beams will shoot out solar ray, solar rays, as opposed to his heat vision that he normally had. He had ice rays. He had um, he was so fast he can outrun the Flash times ten. He was just OP for OP sake. They couldn't do shit with Superman because Superman was just so overpowered. But they still had to find a way to actually make him a very credible and very capable superhero, not somebody that was just an end all be all question that showed up and hey, look, Superman's here. All right, we don't have anything to worry about. Let's leave and walk away. He had amazing villains. And that's just one of the most crucial things about a superhero when it comes down to it. Superman himself is somebody that is um, not somebody to be, but somebody to idolize up to. You idolize Superman. You, you aspire to be like Superman. You don't wish that you could be Superman because you know that the implications are very dire and very, very strenuous. Um, the double life, the um, um, the problem of living a life where you are completely and hopelessly overpowered for every single thing and the joy and things are just completely gone. And that's what makes him such a sad but um, interesting character because they have to make good stories about a man or an alien that is hopelessly overpowered in a world that's made out of glass and that that's that's the most craziest things that wrap your mind around but back to superman versus batman so in the grand scheme of things batman himself great character great character development great um um story but there are just some so many things that i find wrong with batman that just annoys the shit out of me but nobody talks about when you think about it Batman is not an actual superhero. He's not. He's an anti-hero. He beats the shit out of villains on a daily basis. He's oh, he's not okay with killing villains, but he's okay with hospitalizing them for six months. Um, I remember one time I read a comic book. It was Batman Under the Red Hood, where Batman um, was fighting with Robin, one of his um, um, protégés. You have... Dick Grayson, you have Tim Drake, um, you have Jason Todd. These are all Robins that ended up turning into different versions of them. Dick Grayson turned to Nightwing, originally a Robin. Tim Drake, Robin, turned to Red Robin. And then uh, you have Jason Todd, which was Robin, then turned to Red Hood. And then last but not least, he has a couple other ones, like Spoiler and Cassidy King, but... um, the last one that was actually a full-blown Robin was his son, which is Damian Wayne, and he is still a Robin. Um, so his adopted sons, every last one of them, um, and Barbara Gordon were on the chase to actually figure out exactly who Red Robin was. And Batman was so comfortable interrogating a villain that he broke his clavicle, put him into anaphylactic shock, took him back to a secure location, interrogated the sad man why he treated him. And then after he treated him, he broke all his fingers and then took his feet, broke them backwards, 
folded them into a box, and then shipped them to GCPD. That's Gotham City Police Department. You tell me that doesn't sound like a fucking villain to you. A, a, a psychopath that shows up in black with a big-ass bat on his chest. I'm Batman. And fucking beats the hell out of you because you jaywalked. Nigga, please. <laughs> Nigga, please. If I was, If I was in the grocery store and I was trying to get, I've seen it before because I worked at Kroger's when I was a kid. If I was at Kroger's and motherfucker walked in there and they was trying to feed their family or trying to one up the system and they took, okay, I'm going to put you on game real quick. So you go to Kroger's, there are self-checkouts and in today and age, everybody knows the fucking self-checkout is back in the day. One so prevalent, people barely use them because they don't like impersonal shit. But now everybody goes self checkout. So self checkout back in the day, Kroger's. There is a code for bananas, forty eleven. I don't know if it's the same code now, but I believe it was the same code. I think it might be still the same code at Kroger's. To be honest, so put the code in forty eleven, and I think there's like it's the they they measure the pound per banana. You know, you think it's like a fifty cents per pound per banana now. Think about this. What item would you have to need the most if you had a baby? Diapers. A case of diapers costs. A case of diapers are around. I don't know. Let's do a fact fact checking. Um, case of diapers. Oh fucking All right. So, not mislead you guys. A case of diapers today. Huggies. Type this shit up. Huggy diapers. Price. You can buy a box of Huggy diapers for $45.99. Now, that is a case of baby diapers that has 168 diapers inside of it. And that box weighs approximately 14 pounds. So, 14. Blah, blah. You essentially paying twenty eight bucks to about twenty seven or twenty eight bucks if you had put that code in for diapers now. One hundred sixty eight diapers cost you forty five dollars plus tax. You know fifty something. We're talking twenty eight dollars half off on a box of Huggies, and nobody be the wiser because you pay your diapers. People seeing you walk in. You go to produce, you put in 4011, you put the back uh the case of diapers on top of the scale, you put the the diapers inside the um the bagging area, you get your receipt, you walk out, people was like, all right, have a nice day. So trusting, don't even give a fuck. People don't even care. Kids are working self-checkout nowadays. I put you on game, you heard it here first. Sorry. And if the FBI is listening, whatever. Um Y'all niggas still haven't got me for being a red box bandit for about a couple of years, so I don't expect you to do shit now. Oh, I'm fucking with the wrong people right now. <laughs> I'll tell the story about the red box bandit later. Anyway, long story short, Batman himself going back to the comic corner. The Batman shows up, sees you taking that box half off, catches you, and you know what he does? He doesn't, oh, that's wrong. You shouldn't do that. Hey, no, no, no. No, he shows up. Got a box of diapers there. And you're like, yeah, I just wanted to get these diapers. I got to feed my kids. And I was like, do you mind want to see your receipt? 
Uh, I mean, it kind of rubbed off a little bit. The printer back there was messing up. Ah, uh-huh. let me see that real quick in my bad computer. You use a MasterCard to pay twenty eight dollars for a forty eleven code of bananas, but I don't see any bananas. And I remember Batman is a white man. This is a black guy stealing a box of diapers, but he's ranking in bananas. So Batman looks at you. Forty eleven diapers. I wish you would have got bananas, you monkey. And then beats the shit out of you. I'm Batman. And beats the hell out of you. I'm Batman. And beats the hell out of you. I'm Batman. I'm Vengeance. You tell me if that sounds like a hero to you. Because honestly, in, in all the comics that I've read, Superman has done some heinous shit. Some heinous things. And he's not a hero. He's not... These kids aspire to be like Batman because he's dark, he's brooding, he has money. But the, the the one power that Batman has is is white privilege. I gotta be honest. Literally. Think about it. You, yourself, if you woke up with all the money that Batman had tomorrow, you wouldn't still have the one thing that Batman has. White privilege and white time. Sad to say it is a very much real thing. Batman, if you don't know his backstory, Bruce Wayne um, was um, son to Martha and Thomas Wayne, uh, rich royals, not royals, but rich um, Americans in uh, Gotham City. Uh, and in Gotham City, they were um, the owner of a company called Wayne Tech. Now, Wayne Tech. Uh, Wayne Enterprises uh, was a very lean industrialist movement um, that started back on that forefathers. And they were a prominent, you know, like the Amazon, you know, tech mogul company, if I'll put it into layman terms now. Um, they went to take their son to go see Zorro. Yes, Zorro. Antonio Banderas. Um, fucking Zorro. Show up. Go there, see the movie. Batman is in awe. He's like, oh, you know, I love that movie. The movie's so good, blah, 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 right? And not just any old cinema. We're talking about an actual full-blown play of Zorro. They leave out. They're walking down an alleyway for some fucking reason to cut through Gotham City, one of the most treacherous fucking places in the world. Walk down the alleyway, and a guy named Joe Chill shows up. Joe Chill shows up. He said, hey, look. I want your money. Give me your money. The dad is like, hey, look, you don't have to do this. I got my son here. Joe Chill's like, I don't give a fuck about that. Run me them ducats. Dad is like, all right, cool. I'm just reaching my wallet. Joe Chill is a crackhead. Got jumpy. Scared. Shot the dad. Mom was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Mom was wearing pearls. Joe Chill reaches out. Tries to grab the pearls. Mom jacks back. He gets jumpy again. Shoots the mom right then and there on the spot. Mama dead. Mom and dad dead. Bruce Wayne's still alive. Joe Chill doesn't kill Bruce Wayne. Joe Chill takes off. Cops catch his ass later or whatever. Or actually didn't catch him. They were. Um, they never corroborated the fact that actually who killed um, Bruce and Thomas Wayne. They could never figure that out until later on in life. Anyway, so Bruce Wayne sitting there. Now he is the 
richest person in Gotham City. And uh, all because mom and dad died. Now, what does this little nigglet do? He gets broody. He turns to a broody teenager. And he just lives his whole life thinking, oh, I got to change Gotham City. Oh, I got to figure out. I don't want nobody to be go to the exact same thing that I went through when I was a kid. Nobody should have to have their parents killed after going to see a cinema <laughs> of Zorro. It was an amazing night, but my mom and dad died. Woohoo, right? He goes travels the world. He learns every form of combat that he could possibly learn. He learns thievery. He learns kung fu. He loves Krav Maga. He learns um, ninjutsu, he, which is the study of uh, ninjas. And he learns everything possible, even thievery, voice changing, dialect changing, different languages, um, different skills, technology. He becomes a tech mogul all over again in a different country, a different alias, and which he has another alias called Patches Malloy. Looked it up. Most One of the most stupidest fucking face schemes that he has. He just puts a mustache on and sunglasses and he's good to go. Anyway, so. Patches Molloy is one of his little aliases that he uses to cross the world to be like in the underbelly of the world. He does all that shit. All of that comes back home. All right, I'm ready to be Batman. Well, I'm ready to be a symbol of, of vengeance, of an order to all this chaos. And what does he do? He beats up the regular run-in-the-mill street-level villains that are just running around causing fucking mayhem and destruction. But he doesn't stop the main motherfuckers as the reason why they're in destruction. If you think about it, he works for the rich people. Because he's a rich man himself. He puts away these little riffraff and um, vagrants that are on the street causing little small little problems, stuff like that. But they're not the reason why Gotham City is a fucking mess. It's the seedy underbelly of people that's actually rich and wealthy and making all these fucked up decisions. But he doesn't target them. And these people are actually dealing in drugs, dealing in um, sex trafficking, dealing all this stuff. He has no problem beating up um, villains that have tragic backstories. Uh, but when it comes to um, some rich white asshole that has 17 slaves that he puts inside of a basement that Batman hasn't figured out yet, he doesn't go knock on his fucking door. He beats up countless other villains that he caused in the first place. Now, if you didn't know this, Batman has multiple villains and every last villain that he has pretty much is a reason it's mostly his fault with the exception of a couple of them right um death stroke i'm sorry death shot um actually started off as a superhero himself um he wanted fame he wanted fortune uh but batman himself was like yeah not in my town i don't really trust you with your rubber bullets so i need you to actually stop being a hero even though you have some sort of good intention for it Deadshot was like, eh, I'm not going to get anywhere with him in my way, so I got to kill his ass. His fault. Um, Poison Ivy, she actually worked for Wing Tech. She got involved with um, a scientist. That scientist himself that Batman employed um, was a rapist and serial killer, and he tried to kill Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy uh, jumped into a vat of chemicals, and that chemicals turned her into Poison Ivy. Um, Harley Quinn is a byproduct of Joker. Joker is actually a byproduct of Batman because Batman himself chased down a uh, comedian 
wink, wink, uh, that was a part of a patsy scheme. He took the fall for criminals that actually robbed the bank. Batman chased down a um, comedian. The comedian was like, I'm innocent. I'm innocent. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. And they get inside of Ace Chemicals. And in Ace Chemicals, he falls into the vat, turns the Joker. And guess who fault that was? Batman, because he chased the wrong guy. Whoop-de-doo. All right. And the list goes on and on and on. Hell, I'll give you one that's even way more sadder than that. So there is a villain um, that goes by um, Mr. Freeze. Now, Mr. Freeze um, or Victor Freeze, uh, his last name actually is Freeze, F-R-I-E-S. It looks like fries, but it's not. It's Freeze. Anyway. Victor Freeze is a scientist that is looking for a cure for his wife that has an ailment um, that overheats her body, something like that, and she can't possibly live without being uh, cryogenically frozen. Batman figures this out. He's like, how can I help? Uh, Mr. Freeze is like, hey, look, I won't commit any more crimes. If you just help me solve this, you know, all I want to do is save my wife. Batman is like, how can I trust you? He's like, look, she's the only thing I love in this world. I'll, I'll commit suicide right now if you if you don't believe me. He's like, all right, cool. I'm rocking with you. Victor Freeze says, the only thing I need is a diamond in a pure form inside of a little bank ball, right? Batman's like, how are we going to get that? He's like, look, you get it for me. Give it to me. I'm free my wife. You take me into jail. We're good to go. Batman's like, all right, cool. Gets the diamond, goes back. Gives it to Victor Freeze. Victor Freeze puts inside the machine, saves his wife. After he takes that diamond, he gives it back to Batman. Batman's like, look, uh, I feel like you were going to double-cross me, so I had all these government agents show up, and they're going to kill you. I'm sorry. Victor Freeze is like, look, I thought we had a plan. You know, I just want to live the rest of my life with my wife. You know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean any hurt, harm, or danger. I didn't kill anybody. I haven't hurt anybody. All I did was freeze a couple people that y'all thawed out. My gun doesn't kill people. It just cryogenically frees them like my wife is. I just don't want them in, in the way. I'm trying to get them out the way. He's like, um, I don't really care. You're going to jail or hell. Figure it out. Backfires on his ass. Sub-Zero kills himself. Wife survives. And then Batman is just like, well, maybe I made the wrong decision. Does that sound like a fucking hero to you? Batman is so filled with so many damn holes and bullshit around the corner it doesn't make any damn sense uh, i don't get it anyway <sighs> i feel like i ranted on for a while about that maybe i'm so passionate passionate about it don't know i don't know but that was the comic corner now um i gotta be honest with you guys um uh, I really do very much enjoy being back. I really, really, really do. But in all fairness, I think I've been told that I am long-winded in my podcast. <laughs> I've been told that I talk a lot, which I get. I'm supposed to be talking a lot. I'm supposed to be talking about something nobody else does. It's called the Elephant in the Room Podcast. Go check it out on Twitter, Elephant Room Pod. T-H-E-E-L-E-P-A-N-T-P-O-D. I spelled it wrong. I'm sorry. Ella Pant Room Pod. It's on Twitter. You'll find me. You'll see the podcast. Go check me out. And I'm also on TikTok. Elephant Room Pod. Um, Elephant Room Pod. 
on TikTok, T H E E L E P H A N T R O O M P O D, Elephant Room Pod. Go check me out in there. Uh, I do voiceovers and I do give funny content. And eventually, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully soon, I'll do actually uh, video recordings of me with my friends and people that I put onto the show. A couple of shout outs I want to give out to. Um, um, people that are wanting to be hopefully um new guests on the show um which are drum roll please mr lorenz tate um you know who you are uh only dude that i know that's actually sound like a black man's name um that happens to be a white guy with blue glasses uh <laughs> you're pretty cool dude um there is KP. There is uh, she told me to give her a nickname for, it, but I just couldn't think of something. I'm so Sandra Bullock. There we go. Sandra Bullock is coming to the show as well. That's a nickname. And then I believe I have a couple other people that want to be on the show. If you know me in real life and you listen to this podcast, don't be afraid to actually hit me up. Don't be afraid to talk to me. Hey, look, I want to be on the show. Just let me know. We'll figure something to talk about and we'll talk about something that you're passionate about or talk about something that nobody else talk about. That is what the nature of the show is called, the Elephant in the Room podcast. We talk about stuff that nobody else does and nobody else wants to address inside the room. Now, that being said, got that all out the way. I love you guys. I really do. And I want to get real with you for just a quick second if you let me. Let's get a little, let's get a little real. Um, I owe every last one of you guys, um, good content and a great performance on every single thing I do. And in that, I also have to know when I actually have to give myself a cutoff, give myself a cutoff, give myself an actual break, give my actual, um, a full blown readjustment on when I want to go about doing things. So, and that being said, I want to actually give you guys some uh, actual, um, I want to give myself a little bit of construction here, uh, a little structure, sorry, a little bit of structure in my platform and in my podcast. So, that being said, when I say structure, I mean when I'm going to actually do episodes. And I think the best time to actually do it, since this is going up on the 12th, let's do the 12th and the 24th. Twice, uh, actually, sorry, um, once a week. Give you once a week a podcast. Um, hopefully, do it. Give you guys episodes on Fridays. Um, I will probably start doing my recordings on Mondays. I'm off on Mondays in my my full blown job that I actually have. So Mondays when I actually do um, at home or getting ready for the week, I'll do my recordings. So if you guys actually want to be a part of the show. You know I'm off on Mondays. Talk to me. I'm not gonna be off this Monday, sadly, because it's Martin Luther King Day the black man's holiday, but I actually have to work, whatever. Um, but I am off that Tuesday. So I'll record on Mondays or Tuesdays and then I'll upload on Fridays. That way I don't burn myself out and you guys can get constant, constant content. Every single chance you get every week, I'll be there. Uh, if I'm not there, something happened to me <laughs> or I'm on vacation. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. You guys mean so much to me. Uh, my new listeners, my old listeners, those who haven't listened to me in a long time, I'm back. We're back. Um, and in that same vein, I want to tell you guys something. Um, just one takeaway. In life, 
you get hit, you get beat, you get persecuted, you get um, setbacks. And in all those things, you have to remember all the times that you've smiled, you've laughed, you've loved, and just know that there's always, 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 always a brighter side to every single thing you do. There are, there's a reason why there's two sides to every door. There's a reason why your rear mirror is smaller than your windshield. There's a reason why um, there is a hot and cold function in your shower. (laughs) Believe it or not. Um, There's always a good side to every bad side. There's always a yang to a yang. There's always going to be change in the midst of disarray. So, in that vein, I want to end out the show. Um, a very shorter version of the show just to get you guys something to chew on until I can actually figure out what I want to talk about. Um, love you guys. And I'm back. So that's the Elephant in the Room podcast, baby. Sometimes ain't mutual Just a seat that's from that darkness But that's what it takes to grow Still in flow Still in motion Couple homies with me And we sipping on that potion Wide away from dreams Why these other niggas dozing Shut the fuck up When the realest niggas spoken The realest niggas spoken yeah. I gotta watch my back I gotta watch my back Ay. I gotta watch my back I gotta watch my back Ay. I gotta watch my back I gotta watch my back Dodging demons Coppers Hoppers Probably hate me Cause I'm black I don't know I don't Ain't been saving faces Gotta get all the things I know I want Cause I've been chasing Gotta watch, watch, watch my mind front and back Cause I ain't crazy Streets been going crazy Have you seen it lately? I gotta watch my back 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 Dodging demons, coppers, hoppers Probably hate me cause I'm black I don't know I gotta watch my back 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 I gotta watch my back, I gotta watch my back Dodging demons, coppers, hoppers Probably hate me cause I'm black, I don't know